we as a community of nerds have seen some amazing things. We have seen the young man bitten by the radioactive spider. We have witnessed Thomas and Martha Wayne gunned down in cold blood. We were there when the frail boy took the super soldier serum, and we even saw the last son of a dying world shuttled away from his home to find a new one beyond the stars. But not all origins are well known. Some are shrouded in mystery. One such example is the clown prince of crime, the smiling scourge of Gotham City, the Joker. Today we're going to go through some of the possible reasons he became the man he is today, and in doing so discover the definitive origin. So put on a happy face and strap on your straitjacket because this is the multiple choice origin of the Joker presented by the School for Wayward Nerds. School for Wayward Nerds. Uh, I'm your host, Toby DePola. I'm here with my producer, Kaya Steen. Yep. And I have guests with me, uh, Meg Hayes and Trey DePola. How are you guys going? Well, fantastic. What do you know about the Joker, Meg? Well, just what's on these notes, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I've just written down all of the origins that I could find. So I didn't miss anything. There's way too many origins. Like yeah. the Killing Joke one actually is, yeah. You were there when we watched the the yeah, movie that one. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, while we're on the subject of the subject of the episode, yeah. No, the Killing Joke. Yeah, go on. Last night Meg was researching, and this dude wrote a thing on some website saying about how Barbara gets shot at the amusement park. And yeah. Batgirl dies. <laughs> I don't think he's seen the movie all the way through. Yeah, so they bring her back. Yeah, I don't think he wrote a comic in his life. I'm seeing a lot of people not reading a comic book in their life and just spouting nonsense. Yeah, Joker just brings the little glass coffee table to the amusement Yeah, he just redesigns her, her apartment. Yeah. It takes a couple of you know minutes out to take all the Polaroid photos so that he can show them. Yeah, to that's why he has to decorate a lot of the apartment. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's uh. Let's get stuck into it, huh? Um. The first thing I've got here is his actual origin, his first appearance, and everything. Um. It was April the twenty fifth, nineteen ninety. The first issue of Batman goes on the shelf. Did you say nineteen ninety? I meant nineteen forty. Yep, a year after the Tim Burton <laughs> film Batman. That's how they did a Harlem. Yep. Alright, one of the short stories in the comic book was titled The Joker. Um, it was the story of a man announcing over the radio that he will kill and steal from several men. He was just announcing it, kind of like he does in the Laughing Fish episode of the animated series. Um, yeah, he starts to make good on his claims, and a gangster named Brute Nelson becomes jealous of the new new kid on the block, you know. Um, he sets up a trap to capture the green-haired clown, only to be outsmarted and subsequently murdered for his trouble. At this point, the Dark Knight steps in and puts a stop to the Joker. Um, he tries to chase him down, but is almost killed, and the Joker escapes. Um, going back and reading old, old, old Batman stuff, 
He's not very good. Like oh, he no. lets so many people drop the floor, drop to the floor before he's like, all right, I better get off me couch. Yeah. Like he's a dud. It is pretty bad. I'm glad we went around to read him. That's like Harvey Dent, Harvey Kent. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, that he changed his name. Yeah, but like Batman doesn't come in until like halfway, and he's like, oh, better put a stop to this guy, maybe. <laughs> like, oh, this guy, this guy's, yeah, he, he this guy's killing someone awake. I got next month. I'm gonna really his friend's face. Yeah, but Batman's hand kind of blocks it, so that's why it's hard to do. Oh, Batman's hand's all melty. But I suppose yeah. it's kind of better than current Batman that doesn't fail ever. I don't like a perfect Batman. Seriously, sit like Daredevil in the Netflix series is like a perfect Batman. Yeah, he gets flogged. I want him to get tired because he can't be that. He's not a fucking Terminator, you know. Um, right, while you're talking about that one, yeah. do you know if it's true that? He was intended to like die. Yeah, I use him again. I did a bunch of research about it. Um, any character that would kill a lot and wasn't just fun hijinks were always like a one-hit wonder kind of character because they can't have a big old death toll on them, so they always end up getting rid of them. But um, it keeps it keeps on going. Um, Batman and Robin later here another announcement that he's going to kill a judge. Um, he's assigned police protection. Um, for the date that the Joker gives out. Um, the police chief on the scene is just the Joker in disguise. Ah, yes. Um, the old switch. He, he uses the Joker Venom and the judge on the judge and then escapes. Um, Robin's waiting outside and tails him to an abandoned house. Um, from there, it's obviously a trap. Batman tracks him down and gets Robin out before he's injected with the Joker Venom. Uh, Robin recalls that the Joker mentioned that he was going after a necklace called the Cleopatra. Um, it was owned by a man named Oxo Drexel at the time. And they show up while the robbery is like still in progress. Um, they capture him and he's arrested. And then um, there's another story about some other stuff. Because old comics are just broken up into like short stories. Yeah. Is Oxo Drexel like a thing? Um, or is he just like a guy who had the thing? I'll Google it, but I, I doubt it. There's no way a character with a name that ridiculous oh, yeah. stuck around. Do you have any idea when that's set? Um, it's, they're both from the same issue. Oh, they right, introduce right. the character, then there's uh, some other case, and then it goes back to him like immediately escaping. Um, Otto Drexel. Yeah. Google it right so now. That's obviously Dick Grayson. Yeah. It's that old. Because that's the Joker's least favourite Robin because it's the only one he hasn't terrorised in some way or traumatised, I guess. He just didn't really care about him yet. He's like, no. There's every other one he's got them too. I can't find a single thing on the internet about him, so he must just be a dude who owns a necklace. Yeah. Okay. Incredible. Probably just a comic <laughs> character. Well, I saw the name, I'm like, well, that's got to be some ridiculous villain with a <laughs> stupid-ass name like that. Yeah. Um, in that, in the second, I don't know what the second story is, but in the third and final bit of the issue, um, Joker, like, has immediately broken out of jail and he's just on a rampage. Um, steals a priceless pain, assassinates the police chief, steals a gem, um, kills the owner of the gem. Afterwards, he, you know, he's going to try and get the Cleopatra necklace again. Um, he fights with Batman. 
uh, he fights and still manages to get the necklace. Um, and then Commissioner Gordon and his millionaire friend Bruce Wayne come up with a sweet plan, and they put a fake news article in the paper about this like hundred thousand dollar ruby on display at like an abandoned warehouse. And the Joker goes there, and just is immediately ambushed. He kills a bunch of the police officers, and then has a fight with Batman and Robin. And during the fight, he just stabs himself in the heart. He he swings like a big haymaker with the knife <coughs> so wide and so long that he just plunges it right into his heart like a fucking loser. Well, I would guess that you'd die from that. Yeah, and but I, we are talking about a story about a dude that dresses like a bat. So I don't think. Well, he was. That was supposed to kill him. At this point, um, he was supposed to bleed out and be dead before issue two of the Batman ever even came out. But an editor at DC at the time named Whitney Ellsworth thought the character had like heaps of potential um, and replaces the speech bubbles in the final panel of the issue. Um, And at that point, comic book history has changed. The paramedics that come to collect the Joker find him alive. He goes on to do, what, like 75 years worth of just mayhem and shit? Um, the Joker once said, if I'm going to have a past, I prefer it to be multiple choice. Um, today we're going to talk about some of the origins we've seen so far. Um, what's everyone's favourites? Killing Joker. Yeah, killing Joker. Yeah. I think it's the most... It's definitely like, the most every, famous everyone one. Yeah. Particularly now that the movie's out. Mm, yeah. Because even those people that don't grab comics or something still know of it. Yeah. It's 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 one of like the four comic books that people know about. Yeah. Like we're obviously gonna talk about it more, but I prefer that one because I think Joker his past should be innocent. I don't think someone that crazy and awesome should always be crazy. I want it to be just a snap. Like yeah. just a just yeah. that whole like one bad day thing. Yeah, Carry, it, it fits in like with Bruce Wayne's origin and it just like it, yeah, it just that, that's why they're such a good match as hero and main villain because they are born and both to just be innocent and then yeah bad thing it's happens that, and they're messed it's up it's that whole rule about Batman's villains being perfect because they're like there's always something that connects them to him there's the one bad day with him then there's the duality he shares with Bruce and Batman and Two-Face yeah I think, yeah, the thing with Killing Joke too is, like, all of the voice cast is very iconic. It's all like, animated when you think series. Of, well, it's all that, but you, like, like Mark if, you, if you search Mark Hamill, it's going to come up. Mm. And that's... Another good um, duality between characters is Mr. Freeze. Like, he's doing... He's breaking the rules to save a life, and that's literally all Batman does. Yeah. Um, well we can, I can go through the Killing Joke one first, we can do that, because it's everyone's favourites, usually the best. Um, The Killing Joke is written by Alan Moore, the art's by Brian Bolland, um, it was published in 1998, which is just a year before the movie. Um, yes, I did grab it out. I made sure I had- a little shrine there for I had material on site, because I didn't know if my notes covered everything. Because I definitely didn't write down all the stuff about his, uh, image being based off of like a Coney Island billboard. Um, Alright, this version of his origin starts with him, he's just a dude named Jack, Um, he quits his shitty engineering job at Ace Chemicals to pursue his dream career of stand-up comedy, turns out he's shit. Um, 
Well, he can't support his wife and she's pregnant and they've got a child on the way and they're living in like this horrible little dud apartment. He, he's barely making dole money. Um, he ends up agreeing to help some gangsters rob the chemical plant because he still has like keys and he still knows the layout. So it's like just a perfect dude from there. Um, he's nervous about going and then they're like, just relax, we've got a sweet disguise for you. No one will recognise you and they'll think it's this mythical mob boss called the Red Hood who doesn't exist, it's just a scapegoat yeah, for every every like, heist they do. So the people that he's working for, they're not part of the Red Hood gang, they're just using it. It's just an image just to tr- just to throw people off the yeah. off the case. Because everyone's gonna run after yeah, the Red Hood over just some guys in suits. Yeah, they're just taking advantage of the little innocent guy needing money badly. Yeah. Yeah. And when when it says Red Hood <laughs> It's the not a hood. Is great. It's literally just like a half a bill card. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks like a big old value. That's just a big dome. It's yeah, it's, it's really not a hood or a mask or it's a... It's like if Mysterio... It's just a Yeah. All right, pic- picture Mysterio, but more dick-shaped. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. But in saying that, even all the other people that take the persona of Red Hood, mm. the only time it has ever been a hood... Is in Arkham Knight. Yeah, it's just a name. It's always a helmet. Yeah. Um, All right, yeah, he's told to wear this costume to stay anonymous. Um, Just before the heist starts, um, a cop comes to him and he's like, oh shit, I'm already busted. And the guy's like, I got bad news. The the electric stovetop shorted, it's electrocuted and killed your pregnant wife. And he's like, well, shit, there's no reason to do this now. Everything's fucked. And they're like, listen. You're going to do this or we're going to put a bullet in you as well. And we're just going to do it without you. Um, so he ends up going along. At, once they're inside, Batman steps in, goes for Jack because he looks like the big villain of the group. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, they, they fight. He stumbles into a vat of chemicals and eventually washes up in the Gotham Reservoir as the Joker. Yeah, because the chemicals mess with I like when they go into detail, like the bleach does, like gets in his skin, the chlorine makes his hair green like it does to blonde people in the pool for too long. Oh, I thought the hair colour came from his hair. Um, do you think that's the origin they use in Arkham, in the Arkham series? Because I went back and did that segment of Arkham Origins, and it's, uh, he's wearing the hood. Yeah, the costume's spot on, except... I think they got a bit lazy because his actual clothes in that scene are the Joker's clothes. He's just got the cape and the hood. But while he's telling that little story... It's hard to tell because it's so nuts in that... Yeah, yeah, it's very tricky. But the way he's explaining it and his past and everything, he does sound a little bit sad and innocent about it. So it could be. And that, like, the controls are a bit buggy in that game compared to the others, but that is a super underrated game. That is as good as the others. Final boss scary shit. Yeah. Um, I've got plenty of other ones in comic books here. Um, Go the original. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll do the original. Um, it didn't happen until Detective Comics 168. Like, that's a long time before he actually has a reason for being a spastic. So, is Detective... Detective's the original, because yeah. at the top you broke Batman. 
Um, he doesn't appear to Batman issue one, but it was detect- Detective was out first. Yeah, Detective. Um, I just looked up, like, leaves his Arkhamverse origin to be. Mm-hmm. And it's very similar to Killing Joe. Um, so he's doing stand-up comedy and the audience starts, like, booing him You proceed to everything. beat the shit out of him. I remember that bit. <laughs> and, yeah, it's, he beats the entire audience unconscious. Um, and after that, it's when the gangsters come to him and try and get him to do the whole Red Hood thing. Mm. But so. While we're back on the subject, when we say Arkhamverse, we're counting origins. You have to. But if you're being technical... It's not you legitimately well. made with them, but it's they've all they've helped. They've sent them all the game engines, like plot ideas, everything. Yeah, because several things blowing off. And we find out later the only reason they didn't do it is because they were busy setting up for Arkham Knight. Yeah. You know, they just substituted some guys out. Yeah, there's heaps of points that link up. Mm. Um, all right. So Detective Comics 168. That's in February 1951. So he goes 11 years before an origin. Um, it's written by Bill Finger and drawn by, oh, here's some fucking names for you, Lou Sayer Swartz and Wynn Mortimer. Fantastic. Um, this is the first go of the Joker's origin. Of course, it's written by Bill Finger, who's the creator of literally everything other than, hey, I'm thinking about doing a superhero called Batman, and that's all Bob Kane put into the entire system. Yeah. It's, so, it's a bummer that he's only just getting recognition now. Like, you go through the list of the parts that he did, it's ridiculous. Um, in this version, he's or- he was already a crime boss known as Red Hood. This is kind of like the animated series origin, you know, the one that they use, that he's already a criminal. Yeah, Mask of the Phantasm. Mm. Um, yeah, he- he's already the Red Hood. During a heist, Batman and Robin show up and he tries to escape, only to be cornered in a chemical plant. He jumps into the chemicals as, as like an escape attempt but he ends up disfigured and insane. Most of this version is used in almost all of them with a few tweaks. You know, like, they only change him being a bad guy in Angel. Yeah. Um, the first appearance of... Oh, here's just a thing. If you dig around long enough, you'll figure out that in the first appearance of Batman in Detective 27, it pretty much ends identically. Um, there's a... There's a crooked business dude named Alfred Schuyler, and he's just assassinating all his uh, all of his co-founders to get all of the money of this chemical plant. Um, he ends up getting thrown into the vat, exactly the same as the Joker does. Um, in the new 52, when they got up to issue 27, it was just like a big anniversary thing. And they had, like, four different creative teams just doing, like, cover band versions of the first appearance. And one of them ends with, uh, with the, what's his name, Alfred's striker's hand reaching out of the vat, exactly like the, uh, Tim Burton Joker does. Then, 89. Mm. Well, because that's the original, I guess that's the one that matters, but... Not necessarily the best to everyone. I don't like that he's already a, a villain. Yeah. On to the next one. Right. I've never even heard of this one. This is one I'm... The art kind of bugs me on it, so I haven't got it. Um, this is uh, Batman Lovers and Madmen. It's the book from 2007. 
This is the first one that adds like the scars instead of just the disfigurement. Oh god. Yep. I don't want that. <laughs> Written by Michael Green with art by Dennis Cohen and John Floyd. Oh, you'll, you'll love this as I go on. Um, it begins with a man named Jack chatting to a woman named Harleen Quinzel about how he's gotten so good at his job that he's become bored and it's just too easy. So it's just some jerk bragging to a waitress. Um, his job, it turns out, is robbing banks. Um, later on that night, he goes to work. Um, this time running into Batman. He manages to escape, but the thrill and excitement that Batman adds to his career makes him love his job again. And then during the next heist, he is confronted by the Bat, and during a fight, he is cut on the cheeks by a Batarang. Um, before he can successfully escape, he is captured by like a rival bank mob gang. Um, this gang take him to a pharmaceutical factory to be tortured. Batman tries to save him, but Jack has a vat of antidepressants dumped on him, and he's swept away and later wakes up as the Joker. Oh, that sounds real good. So it doesn't. So all of his face paint and hair dye is that he's just got an overdose of antidepressants. Awesome. He's really, really happy. Mm. That's the only time I've ever heard of someone actually getting cut, like, by, a cut by a battery. You see him digging into hands all the time, which is just a fun way to make people drop whatever they're holding. Apparently. Well, actually, there's heaps of photos of Croc with them hanging out of him, but. I haven't they read never it. mention it. I haven't read it, but I like the image of Batman like kneeling on top of like his shoulders and just like holding a battering, just press pressing it into his fucking mouth, giving him a Chelsea grin. I don't think he does it, but that's he, how I like to pretend it is. He does shoot a grapple hook into Scarecrow's jaw, so I'm pretty sure he could cut something with a battering. Yeah. Scarecrow deserves what he gets. All right. Cool. So so far, what is what's the best origin here? It's got to be Killing Joke, right? Yeah. yeah, the original's not that bad. It's just the little details, but Blubbers and Mad Men seem to be but odd. But how, how old is that one? That's 1951. Of course it's going to need tweaking. Batman yeah. doesn't kill. Like, it's all different now. But I think our only problem with that Lovers and Mad Men one is not a single one of us likes the Heath Ledger Joker. Yeah, he, this he, is... His acting was excellent, but... That doesn't He's a great villain. He's not Joker. Yeah. This has to be the biggest congregation of people who like Batman but don't like the Dark Knight. There's four of us. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, let's do a, a couple more comic book versions to go. Uh, we got the new 52 version. Can so we skip that one? No, you're it thinking of Villains funny. Month. Oh, yeah, oh it's Villains Month. So it's fine. Let's just get it out of the way. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> let's take a break from serious stuff and just talk about the time he stole a monkey. Oh right. what? Oh yes, buckle right. up. Okay. Right. So Andy Kubik and Andy Clark did the Villains Month issue of the Joker. Um, but before I continue, does anyone have a favorite Arkham? No, not Arkham Villains Month issue. No. It's, it's very hit and miss. They're either like absolute duds. Like when Harley Quinn gives out like 2,000 Game Boys to children for free, but they're all explosives because she wants attention. So oh. she 9-11's like a couple of schools worth of children. But then there's... Is it Black Hand? The Black Hand His one is like awesome. awesome. <laughs> That's such a good thing. All right. He has the power to make zombies and just control them. It starts off with him in a prison cell. He stomps a cockroach. The cockroach wakes up, goes away. A rat eats it. It gets sick. It dies. He controls the rat. It, it, it goes through like rats, cats, dog. Dog bites a guy. 
guy kills the security guard at the jail, opens the door, out he goes. Mm. Like, it's such a dope chain reaction. It's kind of like the old lady who swallowed a fly, mm. but really fucked up. Um, yeah, there's, there's some good ones, but others are just absolute shockers. Year 52 for you. Yeah, really hit and miss. Um, alright, so they did the Villains Month issue of The Joker. Um, yeah, that's literally the next right line I've written down here is that these were dark times for fans of Batman. Um, it starts with a flashback of a boy hiding in a wall from his Aunt Enos. She's mad at him for hiding and she says he is a dirty slob, that's a quote, and to fix that she scrubs him with like the end of a broom and bleach and that's why he's pale. Okay? We cut back to the present and he sees a baby gorilla with his mother at the zoo and wonders if he could do a better job raising a child than his shitty aunt did. So, he kills the gorilla, takes the baby, and they go off on many adventures, including a jetpack and a blimp heist. During the blimp adventure, the gorilla falls to its death because it doesn't know how to turn on a fucking jetpack, and the Joker just goes off on his way. Well, then I guess he didn't do that as good as he did. That's how he became the Joker. He got cleaned once. Right. Lady. Here's my theory. All right. The writer of this issue is a spy from Marvel trying to boycott DC. Alright, I'm gonna look up Andy Kubert. Like, he is one of the most famous artists ever, but he is no writer apparently. Let's see what stuff he has done. Yeah, um, like, the, the saddest part is that the gorilla that guy. went through like some form of editor. And they, and they said, yeah, yeah, good stuff. Printer. It's probably the same editor that said, hey, Harley's a good character. Let's just haul the shit out of it. Let's it's actually, like, the art is quite interesting because we looked at it when we were writing these all up. But <laughs> you're just like, okay, so That explains why his hair's green and he has a big old smack, funny face. Mm. Yeah, and, and that is crazy. Gorilla just goes with you. It's fine. Yeah. Do you reckon that's why? Wouldn't there be security at the? Um. Yeah, during villain, what... during villains month, a portal opens and all the Earth three versions of the Justice League come in, which are all just like the evil twin, like mustache, twisting villain versions of all the main characters. They all get sent away. I forget where. But at that point, like, all police, security guards, all authority is just removed, and it's just all the villains going wild. Do you reckon that's why they revealed that there are three Jokers? Because during the New 52, there's three origins. Like, they're all mix-matched. Yeah. Um, one, of, one of the other ones is Endgame, which How is next he kill on the gorilla? List. Uh, I think it fell off the blimp. No, no, the mum, he just shoots it. Oh, yeah, he just shoots it. He's like, hey, gorilla, turn turn your jetpack on like this, and then he does, and then just the gorilla just hits the ground, and he's like, oh, but what are, are you doing, mate? Are you mate? sure he's the one that shot the gorilla? Because we all know what happens when a little boy jumps in a monkey cage at the zoo. <laughs> no, no, he's an adult when that happens. If that little boy who fell in Harambe's cage is an adult with a gun, was he the also joker? the joker, it would be very different if you're living in a scary reality. So is that literally the end of that origin? Yeah, yeah he got his skin bleached as a boy. And, and he had a monkey friend. Because I'm changing my mind, that's my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, All right, let me try and win you over with Batman Endgame. Um, 
This one's a super different one, despite having the standard red hood and chemicals during zero year, which is a really good issue. I reread it like yesterday. It's he's a bad guy in it, and the red hood's like a gang that's there for ages, but he ends up like killing himself rather than be arrested by Batman, and it ends with whoever the real red hood was being stuffed into it like a vat of lye at the amusement park, and they're like, oh, who was the dude that went into chemicals? Like, that issue is really good. It's, I don't know who does the colour in that, but it's not often I go, wow, the colourist in a book is, like, some of the best parts of it. Mm. Um, oh, no. Um, no, I, I read, it's, like, uh, the last little bit of the yeah, it's, second it's last already. sentence, and that doesn't sound good. Oh, buckle up, buckaroos. All right, end game. Okay, here we go. Um, yeah, so we've got three origins. We've got this origin, we've got the one in Zero Year, and we've got the auntie with the bleach from Forever Evil. Yeah, so the Zero Year one is kind of the original, it's, in a way. Yeah, but, ima- got but imagine you've got, like, a year of comics dealing with the Red Hood gang, just, like, yeah. running rampant, instead of him just being like, oh, yeah, I was a villain, remember me? And everyone's like, no. Yeah. Um, alright, here we go. Batman Endgame is done with art by Greg Capullo and Scott Snyder doing the writing. Who's the colorist there? Dave McCraig. Dave McCraig is the colorist. I'll show you some panels after the after this episode. It's like really pretty. Um, this one reveals the, the Joker has been using a substance called Dionysium to stay immortal. And the story of the Pale Man, kind of like a Slender Man campfire story, has been in the area before it was even Gotham City. We see Gordon find photos of the Joker from decades and decades before his first appearance. At that point, he's attacked by Joker, who he shoots in the head. He just shakes it off and puts an axe through his chest. Is Gordon dead? No. Also, also later in the story arc, he cuts off Alfred's hand. I don't know, but it sucks that that happened. And then every issue later, he's got a funny potato sticking out of his shirt sleeve instead of a hand. And I'm like, can we just like put his hand back on and forget about this? Because we've got a mortal Ra's al Ghul Vandal Savage Joker running around now. The Pale Man. Spooky stuff. Do you like that one at all? <laughs> 1989, Tim Burton. <laughs> alright, alright. Alright, that's the last of our comic book ones. So, so for those of you playing at home, he's just put something over that story and just moved on. Just, just cover just, it up. Just that's so the fan doesn't blow it away, actually. Alright, if, if we were to recommend comics to people who don't have them yet which of the joker's origins are we going with you gotta go killing Killing joke if you could get a hold of it i'm sure there's a like graphic novel of the original yeah yeah that would be all right i was reading about it last night there'll be one of those um batman in the 40s books because there's one that does like every decade with him yeah, um, but I wouldn't exactly recommend New 52 to anybody. That said, the Zero Year stuff with the Red Hood Gang is, yeah. like, really good. Like, that origin's a fun one as well. Yeah. Um, There's a part where there's a big billboard that says, like, uh, this is Gotham, um, and it says a bunch of, like, lame stuff. And it says, like, this is the best American city or something. And he grabs a bunch of the Red Hood thugs and, like, ties them to the billboard. So it says, Gotham, this is... And then it's just a silhouette of bats of people in, in suits tied up. Ooh. So it just says, this is bat country on the billboard. And it's really dope. Then the next panel's the 
the um, one of him doing like the headlock swinging in the air, like from one of the first appearances of Batman. Yeah, and it's that, but he's got a red hood, dude. And it's like completely redone, and it's fucking really cool looking. All right, we're up to movies. Um, so we've got the nineteen eighty nine Tim Burton one, which is pretty much identical to the first, really. Like he's a mob boss and all that. Well, he's not a boss yet, is he? He's just no. a thug. Um. The movie origin of Jack is pretty much the same as the original. This time he is set up by his mob boss for banging his wife. Like the guy he works for. Yep. Bazinga. <laughs> Fucking he goes on to the ke- he goes to um the chemical plant. Um yeah, he goes into the chemicals, same as the other ones. Um, but then there's that awesome scene where he's at the crime doctor and he's like, I could only fix it so much and he's like, Mirror. You know that one? Yeah. And he, and he just ends up laughing spastically and just wandering out. Um, yeah, that's his origin in that. It's, I didn't write much because it's almost it's the same sort of stuff. Yeah, but he dies at the end of the movie, doesn't he? Yeah. It's not spoiler alert because it's like from 1989. It's so. older than us. Um, well, it's still better than any other Joker we've seen in movies yet. Yeah, well, in Suicide Squad, it's... Does they more focus on Harley. It's Apart all, from yeah. the chemicals part. But he's already Joker at that point, and yeah. he literally has regrowth in his hair, which is fun to giggle at. And that's yeah, apart from him telling Harley to go into chemicals like he did, yeah. you don't really get much. So I think we can just assume it's... Right, then you've got the Batman animated series version. Um, they talk about it in a, in a Joker documentary posted by Jack Ryder in the Creeper episode. You know that one? Yeah. I love that episode. That's, That's so good. Episode. Um, yeah, it's all like he, he's just under a variety of aliases. He's just a gun-toting mobster for whoever will pay him. Ends up in the chemicals. That's a fun scene, too, because he's wearing, like, the bad Batman costume from early days. The purple gloves and everything. But then... A lot of them take that, that origin yeah, from being a criminal already. With the animated series, they continue it in the Phantasm movie then yeah he's just part of because every every mob person that he worked with is slowly getting picked off yeah apart from being pressured into it or into working with the gang he's part of it Mm. man i love that oh we're doing a movie oh let's kill so many people now that we're allowed yeah (laughs) um that brings up a point um what do you guys feel about the about the laughing gas I think there's just different levels of it. Like, obviously, in a kid's code, they can't kill people. But you see him paralysed forever with that sick grin. That's got to be a fate worse than death being a vegetable, right? Yeah, but it'll be yeah, like scarecrow. They have to be alive because it's a children's cutting, so they can't die. Like, you'll see thugs get thrown off of trains and shit, but you'll also always see him go, and get up like they're fine. Yeah. That has to happen in every episode. Which, which makes... with 90s. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It makes Batman Beyond so much better when that doesn't happen and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, well, it's not better than that old Spider-Man cartoon where he throws three punches ever. Uh, it's sad that that doesn't hold up nearly as good. It's just such a 90s cartoon. But then you go watch the Spawn animated series <laughs> and people are just getting absolutely destroyed and it's gory. Yeah. But... Oh, oh no. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's definitely something I'd recommend is any Batman animated series stuff, including Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, you were talking about a laughing gas. 
The yeah. way like Scarecrow's fear talks, he just, has he just gets better at it and it becomes worse. I've got here, um, like that one Batman and the Man Who Laughs. Just because, like, in the first, I think it's the first page. There's a there's a gory rendition of what Laughing Gas does. Um, Kai, for the listeners, describe this dude here. Um, the skin is no longer attached to anything underneath it. The teeth are, like, the models that you get at, like, a dentist. Like, they're like, oh yeah, this is what your mouth looks like. And the eyes it does. could... And not even, like, pink. It doesn't look like it's... It, it's not making a smile. It's literally taking a face and putting skin, like, eight it sizes like, too small on the face. It looks like there's, like, a really strong fan. And it's like... <laughs> 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 He's just standing in front of the fan. The guy's fine. He's having a shit talk, that's all. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. He's, he's clearly not enjoying it. I think... Yeah. Not that there's a shortage of examples of, like, Joker's crazy, but with the laughing gas... There's no cure for it, is there? Like, at one point... There's, there's cures here and there. It depends on what version he's using and what kind of thing you're watching. He yeah. cures a dude in the Laughing Fish episode, I remember that. Oh, that and he cures a cat as well. Yeah, over time. You just gotta sleep I don't off. remember where I read it either, but at one point Scarecrow makes one that makes you have no fear. Like mm. the opposite. Yeah, that's a good episode. Batman becomes like insanely violent. Tim Drake has to like stop him. Leaves him hogtied on a building. Good they can't be trusted on right. the street. Dark Knight. Alright, let's get this fucking bag of turds out of the way. Oh, it's not that bad. It's just, it's the same as their Bane. Cool villain, great acting. Absolutely not, not the really character. Not really who you've said it is. If a- apart from the colour scheme and an occasional laugh. Not really the Joker. Mm, his laugh's better than uh, Jared Leto's one. <laughs> That's about as far as he goes. And punched in the gooch is better than listening to Jared Leto laugh. Do his sweet impression of the Jim Carrey's The Mask. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the clown from Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Um, Alright, so you got the Christopher Nolan slash Heath Ledger version. It's easily my least favourite. Um, but it really pushes the mystery of the origin. Like, we talk... This whole episode's about how his origin is always different and sporadic. This is one of the only ones that really hangs on to that detail. Yeah. Um, he's, he's just a nut wearing, like, hair dye and wall paint. Um, and the only disfigurement is the Chelsea smile that he wears. Um, he tells that Rachel lady... Favorite character. <laughs> is that the Rachel? Rachel. Yep. Rachel, who doesn't exist. My life. <laughs> I love that they made up a random female character. Batman and Robin, the shittiest fucking movie, actually uses oh, a female weird. love interest that took place in the comics. Yeah. And that's movie is spaghettis. <laughs> okay. Alright, um, the, he tells Rachel at one point... Don't say her name, god damn, I hate He her. tells generic woman, who I think was married to Tom Cruise... Um, that he cut his own face to be like his wife, who was scarred by, um, like, gambling debt collectors. Sweet. And she didn't like the sight of him anymore. Um, there's another version that he says where his drunken father cut him for being too serious. And that's where we, that's where we all get that Joker quote that everyone loves. Life's so serious? Yeah. Remember all the times he said that in the source material? (laughs) (laughs) Um, speaking of the source material, I didn't watch The Dark Knight for this because I don't like it. 
So I'm pretty sure there's a third one here. Um, he was eating a like Zuba Duba ice block. Yes. And, and he the ripped it and the plastic cut his face. It's sharp though. Like that's I could see yeah, that. It's, it's not understandable, but at the same time, it's kind of stupid. He had to cut yeah. open his mouth to suck Killer Croc's big old There's dick. If you're listening to this in the states, it's a ice lolly in the plastic tubing. Good translation. Super hinges and it's dangerous. Like, we no don't really think, think we're ever going to have listeners that far away or at all. No, because I know I have friends in the States and I said I was eating an ice block one day and they were like, like a block of ice? Like you just, like a chocolate block of ice? And like, no. So I know it's a it's a point with them. Well, uh, while we're still on the dark Absolutely. night, yeah, before we, we, we don't mean any disrespect at all because Heath Ledger's acting is it's fucking good, awesome. it's just not Joker. He deserved all the like appreciation he got. He did great in that movie. Definitely better than any acting in the whole trilogy. Yeah. Especially the third one. Perhaps he was wondering why he would shoot a man before throwing him out of a plane. Fuck that movie. It's just yeah. absolute dog shit. Yeah, so Heath Ledger <laughs> is definitely the only good part of that trilogy to me, but it's just not really enough Joker for me. Like, Jared Leto's is more the Joker, but... But not in a good it's way. It's definitely not as good as Heath Ledger's. Mm. He, he was a great actor. The character he was given was not what he was playing. Yeah, like... It's really not when, his fault. It's set designers, directors. Yeah. And he started that whole like cult thing of people who try to play the character becoming like insane. Yeah. But like Jared Lowry showed that to a whole new level. He was just sending used condoms to people. He didn't do anything. Uh, no, he did an interview recently, um, for part of the extended cut coming out and was giving out gifts to the presenters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what? Go- Google that if you want to see but something. Do you, don't Google it. Do you don't really, give him the more clicks that he deserves. Do you really reckon he would have done all this if Heath Ledger hadn't done it? No. Everyone wants to be that version. If you go back and watch the like the Schumacher versions of Batman movies, even the Penguin in the Tim Burton one, everyone is taking the Joker from that version and just doing that. Everyone has to laugh like a spastic and shout yeah, like nonsense. Jim Carrey's Riddler. He, I, I can excuse that one because he's got the blender on his head and that's probably me- mentally just just ruining that man. Yeah. Remember how he's putting the suction cup on him and he's yeah. watching everyone watch Foxtel? Yeah. Yeah. Great film. Yeah. Have you All seen right. that one? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I'm going to put her through that here. But, like... I think I've only seen Batman. There were still little parts of Ledger as well that were very much like the Joker. Like, is it when... Gordon gets promoted and Joker's in the cell, he just starts clapping. He just applauds. Yeah, yeah, like, that wasn't in the script. Hmm. And the Joker would definitely do that because he's a smartass. Yeah. So, like, yeah, some parts of it, I reckon he did really well. It's just, I think the movie is what ruins it for me. Like, oh, here's Two-Face, that's it. No hey, more Two-Face. Hey, you know that amazing psychological thing? Thrilling damn character with two personalities who is awesome in every comic book. Here he is. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, like. And it's gone. If the actual movie was better, I reckon we would really enjoy that joke. I think the whole movie being awful makes it not as good. Yeah. 
Mm. But then again, we could go back to suit wearing scarecrow. Yes, potato bag scarecrow. Um, how far in are we? Wrong pronounced Razzle. Alright, we've still got plenty of time. Um, how do you get, like, I know it's spelt Raz, but his name's Raish. Like, it's, got, it's, got the little, it's got the little do of it above oh, the S. Yeah, they, yeah. They didn't research the character at all. That's what I mean. That trilogy's just bad, and I think that is why you don't like Heath it's, Ledger's story. Uh, the reason I don't like these movies is, like, it's pretty simple. Like, it's all pretty, it's all iconic, it's all, like, pretty cool. But it all flies in the face of the Batman mythology. Yeah. Like, Batman will kill. The Joker isn't a funny dude. Scarecrow isn't, like, this mad, dramatic, like, insane character who's always shouting about being the Scourge of Gotham and the god of all fear. Like, I want him to be, like, an absolute schizophrenic dude. Because he is... I know, it's more fun. Like, I don't like a realistic version of the characters. This is Because why. if they were realistic, they'd just be terrorists. This is why the four Arkham games are the greatest thing for Batman, because every character is just spot on, mm. like, in the way that they should be. Well, anything that's shaped by Paul Dini without the restrictions of being a children's television show is just going to be gold. But yeah. well, we watched Batman and Robin, like, a week we did. ago now. And... Personally, I think I came up with a really solid argument for why that is more not, realistic, more realistic to the Batman mythology in that. They're less realistic, than, but they fit Gotham better. Huh? Yeah, and that's like because it's so over the top and so like um, period piece. You can kind of imagine a dude dressing up as a bat. In that Whereas, world where it's just all expressionistic art of these giant dudes holding up observatories yeah. and just all this crazy sculpture like, shit. you can imagine falling into a vat of chemicals or putting on a bat costume and that. Whereas you turn around and you look at the Dark Knight and it's like, oh, you know, New York seems to be really suffering. I'll just wear a bat costume because, you know, it's... Yeah, yeah like it, it's yeah. too realistic for... <laughs> what the hell it is. I, I read a theory once about making the perfect characters that are, like, insane or cartoonish. Is, um, you're either nuts in a real world or normal in a nuts world. Like, Saints Row is like that because everyone's just having, like, a normal day. And then you, a spastic in purple comes along, crotch punches you and dives through the windshield of your car. Yeah. You know? In, the, in the Christopher Nolan movies, everyone's the normal thing. There's... N like, if you took, like, a normal place and just made everyone in it... Like, the villains have to be nuts to yeah, stand like out in a crowd. You, and if they're not, then they're not. You could have this man who was born to serve a prison sentence and then they forced an experiment on him to make him huge and muscly and cool. Or we could just have a little terrorist. Hmm. Who talks like a stupid man? <laughs> who talks like a UPS man? <laughs> That's the best but, thing about those like, movies. If you don't want to read a comic, but you want to see not just the Joker, but any character good, the animated movies and TV show are the best. Even if you just sit down and YouTube all the cutscenes from the Arkham games, like they're, yeah. they're a very good rendition. But like, even... That's probably part of my problem, is like... I, I wasn't really into superhero stuff until Arkham Asylum comes along and now I've got like this perfect Mark Hamill Joker anything that comes along after the fact isn't going to be any good it can't but hold a candle to that the thing though like 
because I'm also a Star Wars fan and he's even in Metalocalypse and regular show like Mark Hamill is God but he's, he covers a lot of stuff so here I go again talking about Red Hood Good. in Under the Red Hood animated movie mm. it's not Mark Hamill but the guy's awesome um, John DiMaggio yeah mm. I don't need you to Google it. I got this. I got. I know yeah, where like, Bender is. Because that was the first one I made Meg watch, and like the joke is just so funny in it that he's still oh. doing crazy stuff. They like break him out of Arkham to help Black Mask, and he's just like immediately turns on him. He executes like all of them. He's like, I need henchmen, not these ones. They're dead. Yeah, like other when, henchmen. When Batman. And How good's that line when he's gonna burn all those people? And he's like, I just wanted your attention. Yeah. Like, it's so honest and awesome. Like when best delivery. Batman and I believe Nightwing goes. You mean Neil to, Patrick Harris? Yeah, goes to interrogate Joker in prison, and Batman's clearly not happy, mm. and he's just going ape shit on Joker. He's still like just cracking all the jokes. Mm. Like it, it's great, even though it's not Mark Hamill. He does a good job. There's a few good Jokers around. It's hard to hold a candle because Mark Hamill's so iconic. Yeah. But there's some not bad ones. Um, uh, I reckon just give Tara Strong a try. Oh, she does everything else. Yeah, fuck it. You just want to do all the characters now? She's going to just be cartoon voice from now on. You'll see her in everything. She's even in... I don't know if you guys picked this, but she's in a series of unfortunate events on Netflix. Have you guys picked her out of the crowd yet? No, who? And the, literally, I picked it up straight away. It's nuts. It's sunny. All the baby mutterings are Tara Strong. Because they had a chance to have a voice actor come in, so she was just already there. I know we're here to talk about Joker Origin, but a series of unfortunate events Netflix is not very good. You don't like it? No. I like it, but it's... I like it compared the books. It's... it's. I think we're six episodes like in and I've decided it's bad. It took a long time for you to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure the whole time, but now we're too far into stop. See, that's I like we had... It. Yeah, but it wasn't until we got past where the first movie was. Because the entire time we were like, but we've seen this. Yeah, it's, it, oh, ta- it, it takes adjusting because they yeah. all look like cosplayers of the movie. Yeah, but I, I don't think I can take it seriously because the last two episodes we watched for the White Window, one with their arm. Ah, yeah. And every time I look at her... I just get mad because she's so mean in Luke Cage. <laughs> and she starts Civil War. I, had, I just I had can't a take that reaction. seriously now. I had a reaction to um, Justice Strauss. Because um, yeah. Joan Cusack is awesome in the Adams Family values. And I'm like, oh no, time's happening. People are getting old. Yeah. But it'll be like, I can never go back and watch the Dumb and Dumber prequel mm. because I always look at the dude and go oh it's foggy from Daredevil oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you just oh, no. so now I can't watch that a series of unfortunate events because I always look at her and think like you're, you're a worse villain than any other character in the Marvel Universe and you're just a little chick trying to be like the mayor or something I have like, if, if I like a voice actor in a role, it's so hard to deal with them somewhere else. Except for Cyril Figgis in Archer and Jerry from Rick and Morty. It's an identical voice, and I don't know why it, piss, it doesn't piss me off like everything else does. It does look pretty creepy when you see the dude that voices Archer in person talking. I know. <laughs> it's weird seeing that voice come out of a person. Have you ever seen Tara Strong, like, do bubbles from... 
No, but I think I've seen her do Tommy Pickle. No, no, she does um, Dill. Yeah, no, Dill, that's fuck. the one. Wait, yeah, Dill Pickle, yeah, that's Dil. right. Yeah. Sorry, I get it confused with Phil. I thought I fucked up. Yeah, because it's just a baby. So it'd be like watching her do Sunny in mm. a series of unfortunate events. It's just weird seeing a grown woman make a baby. Sounds really well. Um. Alright, so we've, we've covered pretty much all the Joker origins at this point. Um. So what are yours? What what what? How did you become like a geeky person? Where did you guys start? You guys forced it on me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so you like it. Well, yeah. Welcome to the crew. You yeah. already like it, and I wasn't really having a bar of it because we I liked it when we were young, but then we grew up and started doing uh, uh, other uh, shit. Yeah, at some point, pussy becomes more important than video games about Spider-Man. Like these things happen. Uh, bullshit. Oh, <laughs> I make Meg, I make Meg watch me play Spider-Man. That's a spirit, but. <laughs> I think it was watching you play Arkham Asylum kind of got me into it, but then everyone's like, hey, you're a tool. Have you heard of Deadpool? <laughs> and then you brought me a, a trade of even the good series, and I gave it away a week later. You did, you're like, and no, then I got on it, and I was like, yeah, here's a fuckhead, I like it. But yeah. now they've ruined him, so let's not talk about that. Arkham Asylum threw me in the deep end as well. Awesome game, but... What are you showing me? Oh, okay. So she's she's going through the IMDb of what is this? Um, a series of unfortunate yeah. events. Yeah. Um, you know the henchman who's like a like like a dude in makeup with long hair. It's yeah. the nurse in the snake thing. Yeah. Hench yeah. person of inter indeterminate well, gender. Yeah. Just, they just don't ever say anything. Genderly generic person. <laughs> It's hook-handed man, white-faced woman one, white-faced woman two, bald man, henchman of indeterminate gender. Do you know who he looks like, though? <laughs> Fair enough. He looks like um the guy in... What's that movie about baseball? Bench Warmers? Yeah. The, the guy who <laughs> doesn't like the sun? Yeah. Oh, no. Ricky. Yeah, I think. Yeah. The one who I'm comes out like at the Mark. end. He just looks like everyone in vegetables. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a hard question to ask about, like, how did we all start and what our favourite Joker version is because it's just going to be the Arkham Asylum for all of that. Yeah. All right. Well, we're probably near the end. Five favourite characters go. All right. Seeing as this is one of our firsts, we should run through some of that stuff. Um, obviously, I've got Harley and the Joker. <laughs> yep. Not Nightwing and Batman. And... Swarm. At, no, at the moment, I've been, I'm still reading a shit ton of zombie tramp. So she's on my mind at the moment. But by zombie tramp, do you mean Herman Schultz, the shocker? Oh, jeez. The, <laughs> the thing is with me is I cycle out characters so much. Yeah. I'll, I'll have a week where I'm like, Mad Hat is the greatest fucking thing to ever happen. And then, I'll, and then next week I'll be like, whatever, Hugo Strange has a sweet beard. You know? It just it, it depends on what I'm doing. All right, go car. What do you got? Oh, I didn't even do my origin. Oh. Well, well, what brings you here? You're, you were a Disney nerd. First, I was obviously. a Disney nerd, for that sure. Yeah. yeah. I haven't shaken that uh, off of you yet. No. You were brainwashed as a child by the Illuminati known right. as Mr. Walter Disney. Hercules is a good film. It oh. is. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, most of, that's most of my research and that goes to Disney-ish. Um, but I had, like, the 90s Batman film like on VHS we had um, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin we didn't even see the first two Poor yeah we, I came back to that after Arkham Asylum so that was like my intro to superhero stuff and then 
because my sister is older than me and her partner and her got together like 15 years ago now so he just was like I like Star Wars and Marvel and here you go lots of information in one go mm-hmm. um so that's I, I know a lot when I first met you you were in an Agent Carter costume I love Agent Carter. She yeah. is so good. Oh, I was in a Red Lantern outfit. Strong independent woman. Hashtag I, I just like the fact no one had idea who Agent Carter was because when we first met... I hadn't um, seen any Captain America movie yet. Yeah, it was... It, the origins for him had only just come out. And then, like, a year later, they made the TV show and everyone was like, oh, that's so cool. I'm like, okay. I knew. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a little shield badge? Yeah. In old lady clothes. Yep, that was cool. Alright, Mark. No, I didn't give a fuck. I just assumed all of the Disney people and Agent Carter. No, because they are in the comic book. Ah, Black Widow. Darling. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Um. I want to get into Raven really bad. It, there's a rebirth series started. I've only got issue one. I'm yeah. hanging for the rest of them though. I'm just gonna like clump together bombshells. As a thing, yeah. <laughs> nah, fair enough. Well, the next question's gonna be what's your favorite comic book? Currently, bombshells. Yeah. All right, Mug. Talk about characters. Um, who are yours? Well, Huntress. Uh-huh. Birds and Ellie, not Wayne. Okay. <laughs> Wayne's alright. Yeah. <laughs> um. Is this just um, DC or anything? Oh, just anything. Iron Man and um, Mysterio. (laughs) Mysterio is awesome as a visual. I like Daredevil. For all those people at home, he he did did antennas and then he just hit his face. On my eyes. I should have gotten that his line. Yeah, right, well, yeah. They just peek a No, we were, hang on, we were watching a YouTube it. about why Ant-Man is Doesn't work. Oh, get out of when it. He, awesome. No, no, so when he shrinks down, his eyes wouldn't be able to adjust to the light waves, so he'd basically be blind when he was in ant size. Um, and then they turn around and they're like, this sounds a lot like another Marvel hero. And then like, Daredevil pops into the screen and they're like, they're not horns, they're antennas. I'm a hypocrite because I always talk shit like this, but the people saying that about Ant-Man, they're talking about a, a little man who shrinks to ant size in the first place, so I don't think it is accurate. I like when people try and throw a little bit of science and excuses in. Like, oh, Swamp Thing came back because there's a breed of ant of um worms that can eat other worms and contract their memories. So just that. Like, there's always there's always like a about fact. Swamp Thing, like science is bullshit. We yeah, don't need it, reasoning. I, I like when they like take a science thing that is similar but not at all related, and then just do this big leap and just be like, yeah, that happened. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Well, my fave fight factory five. Yeah. Bit rough because I'm not going to count things like Star Wars and Mortal Kombat because they are comics, but that's not yeah, yeah, their we'll, main thing. Yeah, we'll keep it basic. So, I guess Batman, Jason Todd, Scarecrow, Daredevil, and pisses me off at Deadpool. 
Mm. I need to fix that shit. Right now, you're, you're in the same boat with me and Harley. It's a character you like and respect, and people aren't doing it right anymore. Yeah. And Spider-Man and Venom will change it to seven characters. Yeah. <laughs> Um, alright, what's everyone's favourite book? You said Bombshells. At the yeah. moment? Like at, at the moment, what are you, what are you doing? Red Hood and the Outlaws. Yeah? A lot better than the old one, because it's like... Oh, the Rebirth version? Yeah, it's like the Justice League Trinity's disappointment. It's just like all the Rejects. Jason Red Todd and Bizarro and... What's the chick's name, Toby? I think it's Artemis? Yeah, Artemis. So it's just like the angry... All the ones not, not good, good enough to be sidekicks. Yeah. It's just like the Justice League Trinity, they're awful. And I like it. Mm. Right, Meg? Uh, it doesn't have to be new or just. It doesn't have to be no, new. Probably harsh. Yeah. Like, you can't really go past harsh. It's a good one yeah. for people starting off because it's just a plethora of villains. That, it's one of the first books I read because Harley Quinn's got a lollipop on the cover. And I didn't know any other characters yet, so I bought that. They <laughs> were like, oh, the lollipop will get Holy that. shit, there's a crocodile in this, in this issue. Um, um, I thought we were doing <laughs> current things. It's just whatever you've been reading at the moment. I haven't been reading much recent stuff. Just because I don't have any with me. But I've been rereading Volume 1 of the Red Lanterns New 52 book. Yeah. Ed Benesart is like the coolest shit. I'm only in the middle of it, but you'll have to get used to me talking about mm-hmm. But the... Red Hood, The Lost Days, six-parter, I believe it's six, that's awesome. Because mm. it's just everything that happened before he shows up in Gotham in Under the Hood. Yeah, yeah. It's a good, like, thing to fill in gaps, eh? Yeah, it's just real, like, origin stuff that's awesome. But they don't talk about Superboy punching reality once, so it's Which good. is for the best. Yeah, let's talk about him coming back to life. Yeah, I, I prefer it as a Ra's al Ghul thing. Yeah. That animated movie is definitely on our list of recommendations this week. Yeah, that's awesome. That's mm. Black Mask is cool. <coughs> He's not a happy. See, that's dude. another one of those characters that I'll cycle through and be like, "Holy shit, he made Catwoman's sister eat her husband's fucking eye." That's cool. Oh, I'll show you that. We will talk about that when we get to Catwoman or Black Mask. Either one, that's coming up. Yeah, Black Mask is cool. Yeah. But he's yeah. <coughs> Alright, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the School for Wayward Nerds' class on the Joker's Multiple Choice Origins and and filler at the end there a little bit as well. Oh, it's the first one. Yeah. Um, we have been Toby DePola. Hi, Steen. Meg Hates. Uh, Alright, <laughs> class dismissed. Okay.